to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Survivor 41 is getting even twistier. After a merge like no other, a power is granted to someone that is more than happy to shake up the game. But is this new twist right for Survivor or has Big Brother infiltrated the island? It's time to talk all things Survivor and joining me is someone who loves to smash it. Heidi Ho. Can I borrow your jacket? Hi, can I have your jacket? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that feels like a million years ago. Game within a game, you know. Yeah. I, 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 it's like the pandemic happened and that still feels like a long time ago, but everything pre-pandemic feels like another lifetime. Yes, it really does. And Natalie was so long ago, so long ago. Oh, but such a star. So how are you? How's everything? You know, doing the thing, continuing to exist and uh, twirling and swirling. So it it is Halloween weekend. Do you have a costume planned? I have to work. So, you know, I'll be a drag queen, of course. Come by and maybe you'll see all the people will be like, respond in the comments this podcast of what you saw (laughs) me in that weekend. And I'll be like, that was the right answer. Do it, friends. So Survivor 41, we're back. It's twisty. It's turny. It's Jeff Probst's little love baby. Um, How are you enjoying the season so far? You know, I... Sometimes I'm like, this is great. And sometimes I am unsure. I, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know if the pacing has gotten to me yet, if I understand what's happening, because just less days is not the same game. And so I'm still thinking that I'm watching the same game and it's really not. So uh, I have been entertained and I have been disappointed and I haven't excited. So, you know, it's a, it's a season of survivor. I'm not mad about it yet. Yeah, it, it's interesting about the pacing because I feel like as a viewer, if you don't look at like the bottom of the screen to say what the day numbers are, it still feels normal. But then yes, you hear them talk, you're like, early. wait, you're like, you're merging at day 12? Excuse me? That's 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 weird. Yeah, um, it caught me off guard. But then I was like, oh, well, they're halfway through. Yeah, but it's gonna, it's interesting. And I feel like there are a lot of interesting characters this season as opposed to let's just put on instagram models yes i agree that they definitely have more characters which is better they got rid of um some of the more modely faced dudes in the beginning and some may complain but i really like the kind of dynamics that are shaping around camp so i'm not mad about who's gone home so far and i really like the characters of it all each tribe has its own fun dynamic because the people are so interesting absolutely well speaking of let's dive into it ricard and shan a tribe of two returned back to camp it came down to Jeannie and ricard but Jeannie was shocked shan told her she was with her and Jeannie brings back shan to real life but her heart is in the game and people like ricard pull her into the strategic side shan doesn't know if she can trust ricard with his word and then he's going to start lamenting that what if at the merge he has nothing with no safety he says coming at him five minutes before tribal to get the extra vote was fucked up. Then we see the flashback to where Shan does say, if they don't need it, Ricard will give it back to her. So I kind of believe he's in the wrong a little bit still. Yeah, he was just scared that he was going to get sent home. I mean, I understand where he was coming from. Um, but I mean, after you just pulled that same shit on JD, I wouldn't understand why he would, why, you know what I mean? He was paranoid that it was going right. to happen to him too. So I see it. Those two are fucked, you know, they're yeah. Jeannie. I mean, also Jeannie was surprised on every vote. So like, I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> she, she was a nice lady. We love I representation, her. but oh she my God, so she was a sweet. terrible survivor player. Terrible survivor yeah, player. She left that, Put her in, she like, left in that the, idol right there. And then they just took it from her. Like put her in an early season. That's where she would have thrived. This new version, this was this is wasn't her game. Agreed. Jan is bothered that Ricard takes the extra vote for um, 
her own. Ricard could have opened the idol, but didn't. So Shan starts yelling at him about why did he risk as she could have been voted out with no guarantee he was voting with her. She says that when Brad and JD and Jeannie wanted to blindside him, he pulled them back in and to not vote for Ricard. And Ricard is like, I thought we were a team. Can't I just have a, an advantage? No. It's not how it works. The, the real thing should be that those two should be thick as thieves and make it to the end because they've already con, you know, been cunning and uh, conned their yeah. way and found found little advantages and made little packs. Like they're in a good space to go to the end, but they're going to cut each other's throat sooner Absolutely. rather than later. So Shan's going to ask one more time if he will give it back. She wants it back because she's still feeling a bit of something. He doesn't want to fight her on it anymore because he doesn't see why it matters. Ricard plays the victim, calls her out for how she's reacting. Shan just doesn't want to go into the merge and feels like Ricard gave his word. And then he didn't. Okay, so that was a smart thing to play on his emotions. But it's Mm -hmm. out of her mind. Ricard gives her the advantage back. And now Shan trusts him-ish. Next advantage, totally Ricard's. You can have it. Sure, of course. Yeah, why not? I have two. Now you can have something next time. Yeah, or I'll find it and I'll tell you. We'll see. Foreshadowing, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to head over to Yasa, where Evie returns with tree mail. They put food energy into the note and it reveals it's a milestone. It's the merge, or is it? Is it? The girls dance while Xander drinks water. Um, he still thinks they're a close four and they are locked solid. Also, that poor kid just has just a little bit of peach fuzz on his face. He 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 can't grow a beard. It's really adorable, though. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram models, they do still have Xander. <laughs> they sure do. But he's he's smart. He is, he, he's smart. Did you say he was smart? Outside of the game, he's smart, apparently. Listen, listen to him speak. Look at him. Bless his heart. He may not be the smartest, but he's going to do just fine. He'll be very fine. Um, Will this ragtag group of people shake up the game post-merge? Xander thinks so. Liana says that there is a facade to keep Xander in a certain place, but in the back of her mind, Xander is a threat with his advantage. He feels comfortable with her, so she's just... Hop, chomping at the bit to flip the narrative we yeah, always love when very, they hear that kind of phrase chomping at the bit to change the narrative yeah yeah well, gotta she, change the narrative she definitely he is a big threat it's getting aussie type out early that's always been something that people that's on people's mind in the merge so he is in danger girl at this moment yeah he he's and he's definitely in danger and liana i think is just anxious to make a move oh, liana's a game player she's been so athletic this whole first half helping mm-hmm. out her tribe and she hasn't had a chance to really cut anyone right yet and it's coming yeah and and with her power she really wants to do something so i understand why she wants to make a move and especially as you mentioned with the pacing of the game she, we're in halfway mode. Like this is when you should have made a move by now to have a resume for the jury. Yes, for the resume. Like that's the thing. Who even has that? Those those two people who've gone to so many tribal councils. It's Ricard and Chant. Those are the big uh, yep. resumes right now. Exactly. Let's head over to Luvu. They are gathering their stuff for a merge, but Erica still doesn't trust Jeff. And girl, you have no idea. Get ready. You're really not going to trust him later. Luvu, this Sydney, is the blue tribe, right? Yep. Yeah. Sydney says anyone would be jealous to be in their position, but they're going into a merge without solidified alliances as they've never tested, been tested in a vote. Mm-hmm. Very smart of Sydney to say this um, because it's true. They, they have no idea where the splinters are. They have no but, idea. They're just pretending. Exactly. And then you have Dear Sweet Nasir says they're the final six. They have the numbers. Let's do this. They're all in. Well, vote together for the first vote. He's very kind. Meanwhile, Deshaun is like, this tribe is shattered. We got cracks and just wants the pieces together for one vote. Just one vote. They tried so hard to throw a challenge. The hardest historically, I think, another tribe has failed is that this tribe of athletic men was really trying to not win and still won. Mm -hmm. So they... 
like they the the facade that they live in right now is really interesting. I mean, I think actually Nasir is a hardcore player, but I think he ha- he would have he would know the game that he's playing if he had gone to tribal yet, and he hasn't, so he doesn't know. He thinks he's yeah. playing old Survivor, but really he's playing mm-hmm. new Survivor, and everyone is ready to turn on him. Yeah, he he's really trusting people because I think he's that kind of person where he yes. he's had to trust people in his past. And if you don't have a reason not to trust them, why, why fear it? Exactly. So he'll be, he'll be tested soon. But remember that fourth wall? Well, Jeff and his greasy hair have broken it once again. Yes. Uh-huh. They love that. He's about to bring us in for a big twist. So Biggest big twist ever. that this is a two-part episode without a tribal. When he said that, I got very upset. I was like, oh, so you have a 14 episode order with only 12 episodes of Tribal. This is how you're extending it. Got it. How many episodes are in a normal season of Survivor? Usually it's 14 plus the reunion. Um, And so, and based on numbers and based on the game within the game thing on the internet, it was only 12 episodes. So I Mm -hmm. think that's why there's probably going to be another double episodes another time. Yeah, well, um, I'm thinking people, there should have been more eliminations by this point. I'm right. I, for some reason, I'm like, wow, there was like one double tribal and that's it. Yeah, at the very beginning. I, I have a feeling that they're going to do something in the merge where it's like vote someone out and then be like, let's play a game right now and then vote another yes. person out. Agreed. Scott was saying the same thing. And I definitely think that's coming. So the tribes know that they will merge. So they will learn that they're about to run a big challenge where a group is going to believe they're safe. But they will be forced to send one player away, and in doing so, they will give that player a historic amount of power, where the question will be, and what they will do with the, the power. Okay, so we will discuss the twist in a bit. For now, right. the way they advertised it, this was not how it played out. I really thought that the larger pool got to pick from not the two that sat out, but everybody else. But alas, we'll get to that when we get to it. Oh, I knew that they would pick from the two that said it was like very, what was that token sheens when they got to send, they got to pick the weakest person and then they airlifted them to camp first. And so that person had the choice of either helping the tribe or looking for an immunity idol for themselves. Yeah. Yasa and Luvu see the new Ua tribe, Sans Genie, and there is no reaction. No one gives a shit. They're probably like, who's Genie? They're like, we, you know, we don't even care about that tribe. We just know we're sending them back to tribal again. Yep. Jeff says that they are entering the next stage of the game. Drop your buffs. You are merged. Yeah, not exactly. You know, he was planning that. He was looking in his mirror the morning of and being like, I'm going to fake them out. It's going to be so good TV. Yeah, I'm going to say you are. And then I'm going to let them say it because it's so historic. And I'm going to say, just kidding. Yeah. They will draw rocks for two teams where they will dig up a massive boulder, push it through an obstacle, climb to the top of the tower where they will solve a word puzzle. First team to finish earns the first proper meal in 12 days, plus they earn their buff and will not participate in the next immunity challenge as they are safe. The losing team will not get a meal or a buff and will play in the next immunity challenge. Everyone will vote in tribal though. And then the next layer of the twist is two players will draw gray rocks and not participate in the challenge, and their fate will be determined by the winning team. Okay. A little overwhelming. I, if I were them, I'd be like, why Why do we have to have another Lots twist of right now? Can we just eat? Yeah. I just want to eat. That's also a thing. I didn't realize they didn't have rice like the other times. You know, I and yeah. they, the, the rewards haven't been the same. Like they gave them a fish or a guy right. that went and helped them They've definitely had that before. Somebody helped them learn the ways of the land and help them catch food or learn how to cook better food. Um, I love when they bring a fun guide in uh, because I think that's kind of what Survivor is about, stepping outside of yourself and really learning a new skill. I think that these people are uh, probably getting delirious because they're not having as much food. And it definitely feels like a faster paced game to them. I didn't even yeah. realize they didn't have any food because they've been filling it with air, you know, airtime of, of events. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're right. They're so delirious. They, they think butterflies are dead relatives saying hi. They, <laughs> why, why is, why couldn't they change the phrases? Why do they have to keep saying the same damn thing every time? It's so embarrassing. I'm it's like embarrassing. And everyone knows. Yeah. It's everyone like, knows. Okay, 
it's very clear that Xander's doing something over here. Like the broccoli one, it's like they messed it up a couple times, you know, like, yeah. so I could understand them being like, oh, what? But now I'm like, oh, everyone said something and I don't understand what's happening. I'm fucked. Yep. Somebody right, found so, an idol and it wasn't me, you know? Exactly. On the yellow team, we have Xander, Shan, Liana, Tiffany, and Heather. Blue has Danny, Deshaun, Sydney, Ricard, and Evie. With Nasir and Erica have drawn the Gray Rocks. So basically, like, no offense, this challenge goes exactly as expected. Xander's Angels have no chance against the physically advanced Blue Squad. I will say, however, I clapped audibly several times. This is the kind of challenge that you see the tenacity of the human spirit the way that yes. they the way that they piled themselves on top of each other and made that human chain and just thrusted each other up there at the very end was very inspiring and they had the clue they knew what the puzzle was yep. they just didn't have enough time of shifting blocks to understand how to get it there if they were equally matched uh like with their physical levels and had been able to get there a little quicker they would have won it's they, exactly they were a they were a smarter team. They just didn't have brute force. Yep. Was I turned on though when Xander was showing off his muscles because he was the power to get the ball out? Fully. Absolutely. That kid is very He pretty. also said, is it Merge Feast? So he's not that dumb. You know what I mean? He's not that dumb. Um, he might have said it too loud though. I would have been like, exactly. Like, <laughs> whisper, bitch. <laughs> Now, am I the only one who wanted to see someone faceplant because the ball moved while they were standing on it? Like, if there was yes, someone I didn't so like, mean. like, if there was someone I didn't like, I would have totally just been like, whoosh, and they would have fallen right off their face. You know, I'm so mean sometimes. Most of the people I haven't liked have already been voted off. Like, there isn't, there isn't really a villain that I'm mad about. Some exactly. seasons, the villain, like, gets to go very far because they are powerful, and I don't like yep. that. But there isn't any, you know what I mean? There hasn't been anybody I want to see fall. I was worried. I was like, don't hurt yourselves jumping off of the exactly. ball, guys. Please, everyone be safe. So I have to say it. The bit between Nasir and Erica figuring out the right way to pronounce Evie's name was all of us at some point this season. Yeah, it was cute. Evie. Because oh, if Evie. you go back, <laughs> yeah, if you go back to um, some of the podcasts, I had some guests call her Evie. I was like, no, no, this is not a Pokemon. Her name is Evie. Yeah, her name is Evie. Um, yeah, no, I feel like maybe the adrenaline would kick in, but w- the one part of Survivor I would fail at is the climbing up things like a human ladder. I yeah. s- don't think I could do it. I could do that. And I don't think anyone could lift me up. Yeah. Scaling a wall, not my tea, not my, not, not my jam. You'd have to go for, uh, you'd have to go second. We, they'd get yeah. a girl up there first and then they, and then they get you and we, get you up there yep. one person I, is up there to put, pull put me in the water put me in the water i can do those but climbing not really my thing i mean you um, know who's really lucky is that uh middle-aged white woman whose name i can never remember who which one tiffany been, or heather oh no heather because tiffany is uh hilarious and a character right and heather is yeah. on Lubu or was on Lubu. heather is there he- who God the fuck is heather, heather. She would have. Who the fuck is Heather? She would have been voted out if they had gone to a a tribal, any singular tribal. And but sometimes that's the person that wins. Sometimes all you have to do is make it to the merge, and then you can pretend to be a goat, and you can make it to the end, and and people like you the most. Exactly. Um, Or dislike you the least. Yeah, I, 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 my gut's telling me she's going to make it to the end as a no vote finalist just because there's no reason to get her out. Why vote her out? That'd be amazing. Go, Heather. So we have a bit of a catch up from the yellow team. And Jeff says, one of the best displays of teamwork in the history of this game. Jeffrey, stop hyperbolizing. Yeah, he's just really excited that he still has a job. Yep. Well, Blue wins. Ricard, Danny, Deshaun, Sydney, and Evie get their buffs and food. So what's going to happen with Nasir and Erica? Well, the Blue team gets to pick one of them to join them, and the other goes off to a version of Exile Island for two nights. Oh, and they'll get the big power, but more on that later. Blue will decide on Nasir to join them. Why? Rock, paper, scissor. Or so they say. Yeah, I didn't see them Who would you have rock, picked? paper, scissors. Exactly. Who would you have picked? 
that's a hard choice because I don't, I'm not in the politics of the game. Um, I like why they actually picked who they picked uh, because I, when I saw that happening, I was like, oh, but honestly, I would have picked Erica because I trust her less. Yep. Nasir's tight with that group. He thinks he's going to go final six. You can send him away for two days. He'll be fine. He's not going to make a crazy decision that's going to ruin everybody's game. Erica, you need to bring her in. You need to say, we got you in this final six. Like, let's eat. You're here. You're safe. Uh, Also, maybe sending this year might send a spiral where he goes, I'm on the bottom. They hate me. But I'd be like, oh, he might believe rock, paper, scissors better than Erica, too. Right. And I feel like how many times has there ever been sending someone away where there's not either an advantage or a clue to an idol or Mm -hmm. something somewhere. So you're right. I think if you sent Nasir, at least, you know, he'll have a power that you can find out about. Erica is probably not going to do that for you. And did, did Nasir tell anyone that he has already found an advantage? Like, does anyone know? Because that was a cutaway that we needed to see. Here's the problem. Um, We saw very early on that Deshaun learned about the clues and everything for the idol. And I'm assuming he, if he didn't know about the go on AstroTurf, he at least figured that would be something. Um, But come on, Nasir is a crazy guy. Maybe what he says, what he says at camp. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I would have to assume you'd be clued in. If you're smart and you read that, you start saying crazy shit around camp. Honestly, I would if I'm mm-hmm. read that, I'm like, oh, by next challenge, I have to say some delirious shit. I'm gonna say a bunch of delirious shit oh, before fully. I get there. You you know, everyone playing season forty three is just going to be making up words and phrases. Yeah, and th- we've it broke the game again. Like I know we're just gonna start saying them going at challenge. Exactly, challenge I'm gonna, like, gonna do this again. I just know that cauliflower is actually just dead broccoli. Yeah, like what? I'm like, that's there aren't any phrases this season. Everyone, stop! Like, no, we this is part of the game now. (laughs) Jeff, you did this, you did this to yourself. Yeah, I'm just gonna start screaming at him. (laughs) Erica's face drops, she's like, fuck, I'm alone and I can't strategize. Yellow goes to the Luva Beach where they will have sunrise for a day. So Jeff has Erica alone, who has the suspicious face that she was at the bottom and this proved it. She didn't expect to join the feast, but her game has taken a dramatic turn. This spins the investigation into a whole new direction. It's true. Let's head over to our merge feast. The blue team makes their way to a luxurious little hut, and they have a bounty of cheese, meats, fruit, chicken, beer, literally everything. What's the first thing you would go for? Uh, The advantage. I'd look for an advantage. Right? No one did! There wasn't one there, apparently. But, I, yeah, I would have been, like, looking through napkins and shit. Like, but, like, real cute. Like, um, I also, it depends on how hungry I am, what I would go to first. But you got to take it easy at that merge feast. Because if you get too right. sick, you could really mess yourself up for a few days. And if you lose See, that first I, challenge, you could be out. I know myself and my love for cheese. So that's where my brain yeah. would go. But my stomach later would be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you can't eat. You're not going to be able to digest that. Exactly. But I would definitely go for something with cheese, a small, small portion of it. I'll have a a melon with a a piece of cheddar on it. (laughs) Heavy says nothing like this has ever happened, like on the show. And after seeing every season of Survivor, they believe this is the hardest season ever. Again, cue the angry tweets from former castaways, being like, "Screw you." Do you remember Guatemala when they had to hike all the way through? Like, Danny exactly. winning that season was a milestone just because she survived. She should have died. Remember Africa with the lions? Oh, my gosh. They didn't even have season- water. Yeah, they were literally just digging stuff out of the ground. Somebody fell into a fire in season two. We don't say his name anymore. <laughs> Nasir is having a great day. He got a buff and feels like individual immunity is around his neck. He also likes the smell and color of it. Oh, and he has an immunity idol. Exactly. He has an immunity idol in his pocket, and he's not going home in the next tribal council anymore. Okay. Yeah. Next two. To me, that is foreshadowing, but we'll get to my game philosophy later. Okay. I think there's a reason why they kept that in. 
They speculate if Erica oh. will be okay. And Sydney is like, yeah, she's happy-go-lucky. She'll be fine. She knows how to start fires and stuff. Sydney's weird. I, yeah, I also would have sent Nasir because I know he knows how to fend for himself really well. I didn't know that Erica was like really good with her. I guess I remember her back at the camp doing it. But yeah, uh, yeah, that would have been another reasoning. and been like, oh, he can, he can fend for himself and she'll fall apart. Ricard and Evie want to know if they like Erica. And Danny's like, I mean, we haven't gone to tribal and Sierra's a dude and all the men have been voted out. So no one wanted to really explain that part. Danny will then call out Evie and says he was worried. And he's like, yeah, you should have been. He really wants a woman to go home next. And Erica makes the most sense. Come on, sexism on Survivor. Right. Well, we made might... progress and we just brought it back. I, well, I, Honestly, about five or ten minutes later in this episode, I go, go ahead, send Xander home. He's a white dude. But if you want to send one of the, like, middle-aged white women home first, I'd be fine with that as well. Exactly. We're going to jump ahead and save all the Exile Island stuff for the last part because we want to keep it all together. So we're going to go over to the Merge Tribe where the losers return to the camp. Xander is covered from head to toe with bruises and bumps and scrapes and dirty, oh my... He said he looked disheveled and downtrodden, or in my eyes, just a dreamboat. I'll take care of you, buddy. Um, the poor man's Timothy Chalamet over there, just looking all. <laughs> like, Have you seen Dune? Did you watch Dune? I haven't seen Dune yet. No. It's it's interesting. It's, it's a lot of sand. Yeah, well, that is Dune. <laughs> yes, a lot of sand. All it's Xander long. knows, though, it's, is it's a long series. It, it is long. Um, all Xander knows is he is in Mergatory. Love Xander that. might he have to... that phrase and he's so going to go down to history for that. Xander might have to play his idol now or get immunity. He and Heather go off and Liana is left with Tiffany and Shan. And what does Shan do? She makes a mistake. She asks Liana if she got the advantage in front of Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. Oops. Yep. Now, I can't justify know. it. I can't justify it. I would I assume Shan thought... Yeah, no, I, I guess Shan thought she was tight with tiffany so she probably already knew but again if you want to keep your thing secret you should not have opened it up you definitely asked tiffany are you cool yeah tiffany says she wouldn't have uh shared the information with anyone um would you have it depends on whose alliance i'm in if i'm tiffany i'm gonna say that and i'm gonna keep it in my pocket and i'm probably gonna try to get both those girls out first because i know they have advantages (laughs) Exactly. Liana didn't plan on telling anyone about her advantage, but there was no getting out of this pickle. Liana takes Shan to tell her about what she has. She explains that she can steal an idol or advantage. She has to ask the correct person the correct question, and she only gets one shot. She says that she has to get the idol off of Nasir or... And then Shan interrupts and says, Xander. And this is where my game theory will come in, but not quite yet. We're going to wait. I promise I'll I know it. Yeah, I know what it is now. Shan wants to lock in her alliance, and she trusts everything with Liana. And then we have Baruch Hashem. They're eating. Um, if you didn't know, Tiffany is Jewish, and this is a kind of a, it was a kind of a big moment because we've never really had that on Survivor before. I never thought about that. I didn't realize that. That's yeah, wonderful. so kind of an impactful moment. We've, I mean, so, we've definitely had Jewish people on Survivor. Oh, of course. And, but never and blessing about the their food. culture, but yeah, exactly. But we haven't, I haven't seen a moment like that specifically. Yeah. So she knows that Liana and Shan went on their journey together. So they have a connection. Heather has five people who won and she's like, what's happening? I have to just go with everyone. Tiffany gets a moment with Liana. So she's forced to tell Tiffany about the advantage. And again, Liana says that she can take Nasir's idol, which good move. Liana thinks Tiffany is playing so hard, yet she's funny and charismatic. So that's poison, especially with her knowing she sees Tiffany as a major threat. Mm-hmm. And this is where the cracks start to come in. Yeah, because I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think that she would realize. I thought that Tiffany's kind of playing the like, no, I'm like a, a, a you know, just some sort of mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm, yeah, like I'm. I'm just lucky to be here. Thanks for not voting me out yet. But really, she's like, I'm keeping tabs on what everyone knows. Tiffany says that Liana has an emotional tie to voting out Xander, and that's a problem. The other problem Mm -hmm. to her is she didn't tell Tiffany, 
and her motions are telling her that you didn't tell me you hit it. You could flip and do this on me in two seconds later. She's right. Valid, valid reasoning here. The winners come back from their feast and it's meeting time. Evie thought it would be awkward coming back from camp, but they all were receptive and they're all making friends. Xander knows when the red buffers come back, they were all having fun and games, but they know it won't last long. So Xander tells Nasir that they will be gunning for them. So Nasir tells him he will have his back. An unlikely alliance, but they have to work with each other as they are two thirds of the idol holders. Yeah. Tiffany has Sydney alone and she's already bitching about Liana who didn't tell her about the advantage. Not good. Watch out, yeah. Liana. Yeah, like she's that's she that's trouble immediately. Crazy. Well, it's sometimes you have to make a target so that you're not the target, right? So Tiffany saw we're exactly. at emerge. It's an individual game. Let me sow seeds of discourse immediately. Now the reality is Tiffany did go on her journey with um, Sydney, so they do have a slight connection, but we haven't had any proof that. It is an actual connection quite yet. So maybe right. that was the little seed. Meanwhile, Danny chats with Xander and hopes it's easier. It's an easy vote. So just vote out Erica. Vote Erica. He doesn't want her to come back with grievance. So she's got to go. Then that chatty mermaid, Sydney, who cannot stand Heather. What? Why? What? Why do we not like Heather? What has she done? She doesn't. Well, that's the point. She doesn't bring anything to the table. Have the two of them ever spoken to each other on the show? Have we seen it? I'm, well, we haven't seen it, but I'm sure they have. <laughs> it's so wild. Well, she tells her that Erica is a threat because she might have an advantage, which is an absolute no-brainer. Get Erica out if, as if mm-hmm. she has an advantage. That makes her dangerous. And she hasn't Shan, been here for two days to talk to us, so like it exactly. doesn't matter. Shan is like, she and Ricardo are the only Ua, so if they're pitching Erica, she'll rock with that. Though if she does have an advantage, it may not be easy. Shan bonded with Liana and she likes Danny and Deshaun. And she says that she feels season 41 is the most diverse. But let's not forget about Cook Islands and Fiji when the with the racial wars. That was a thing. Yeah, you mean the one where they pitted race against race? Yeah. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was a bad, bad look. We, we're not going to go back to that. Um, yeah, well. But she, she wants to have an alliance of black players she wants them to be on the front pages coincidentally they filmed prior to big brother but that's exactly yeah. what happened on big brother so i cookout did it I, first yeah i turned around and i was like oh my god if it's a if it's like cookout 2.0 like i mean and then i was thinking about filming schedules and i was like it doesn't matter who did it first the fact that if both of if we could have them pull this off on the two biggest reality competition shows it it would just be so amazing to see that that work and to watch it in action like i'm i'm rooting for them now already i'm like fuck absolutely that's when i said vote tender out vote tiffany out (laughs) vote heather out like it's fine get them out absolutely they solidify the group but danny's like let's keep it on the dl smart move that's what the cookout did also yeah i've met many men who like to keep it on the dl and it's totally fine (laughs) Liana says, as people of color, they have this shared experience. They want to uplift one another in the game, and it would be a beautiful thing. Deshaun is from San Bernardino and is used to being around a lot of African-American people, but thought he didn't think he'd be able to play with Black people in this game, but that's not the case. The possibilities are busted open. They'd be foolish not to work with each other. That was kind of cool. And that's all we get from our merch tribe. Yeah, but they, we can get, if you get out Xander now, you still get the possibility of that alliance working or a female alliance working. Because I all, you know, season 16 was so legendary with their female alliance and the way that they yep. were able to take over the game. And I just haven't seen that maybe happen like that or in a similar way since then. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of rooting for that. I mean, there was yep. one world, but that was different. Very different. All right, let's head over to Exile Island. Erica arrives on her Punishment Island to literally nothing. Like the previous two seasons at least had wood to sleep on. She's got yeah, nothing but nothing. rice and a jug of water. And a machete. It's I'm pretty brutal. It. I, if I'm delirious and tired and hungry, I don't know if I want to be around a machete. I'd be so <laughs> afraid I'd hurt myself. 
That's true. You and you could, and you might. There, plenty of people have been evacuated from the state. Exactly. As she's walking up, she mocks it up as a luxury vacation, and I thought it was really cute. She says the reviews are like very DIY, but she'll be able to manage. <laughs> I think we need a full Survivor cribs, or Survivor meets Devin Green. Welcome to my home. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. That'd be so fun. So Erica is questioning if she'll be able to literally survive. She didn't come into Survivor with a lot of outdoor skills, but she is used to things never coming easy for her. Cue the flashback. Now, before we get yes, into now the we get a lot of story. How have you felt about this integration into the game and into the show? What that they've given the us, like, uh, like I mean, with like uh, photos and stuff, yeah. when they give us the backstories. Do we have we never had that before? Is that a thing we've never no, seen? It's, because it's I feel always like... been verbal, emotional manipulation. It's never been a visual. Yeah, I just sometimes I I'm trying to think. I feel like there have been times i guess we just see so many other stuff like they do it in drag race they do it yeah. in a lot of other reality television shows so i guess i'm i'm used to seeing it and i didn't realize that it was a new i honestly didn't realize it was a new edition yeah i'm not mad about it but i'm like also it gives us a little bit of a cue like and now we're giving you exposition you know exactly it's almost like you... a scene in a movie that should have been rewritten because we can right. tell what you're doing to us you we, you're right. just telling me a story you know what i mean but this is when, when else are we going to get an opportunity to get her story? This is a pivotal moment for her. And the game has been playing so fast. You have to pretend everyone can win at the beginning and then you send them home one by one. So while you still have to give us enough character from the people who are going to be there at the end, at the beginning, you also have to, you know, fill it in in the middle. So like this could be the moment that we see Jackie become a really big part of the game. And they did, they were able to not focus on her as much before, you know, this is yeah. the time that we get. Yeah, no, it, it's been interesting because usually when we get an exposition or a backstory, it's usually accompanied with them doing something on the island or finding yes. an idol or yes. now we're having the visual aid. Winning so a it's challenge. A little different. Yeah, it's yeah. always like a, it, it's accomplished with an accomplishment in game. You get to talk about exactly. why you're playing because I'm exactly. thinking about the people back home or, or my history or my upbringing, you know. Exactly. Well, I didn't think we were going to get one on Erica, but now is the best time to do it. She grew up in Canada and looked different than the other kids. Her parents had challenges coming from the Philippines to Canada. They worked for their kids and everything they did set her up with the skills to achieve what she wanted. And she they're not used with to her things... anymore. Exactly. She used to... She's used to things not being handed to her, but she's able to persevere. As she says this, she gets the fire going and you go, girl. Good for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Great cut. Erica is ready to come back into the game looking like a lamb, but playing like a lion. And there's the name of the episode. How would you have done if you had been exiled in this position? I would have loved to be exiled. She's like, oh my gosh, no, I'm so sad. I'm like, give me two days to cry and be crazy away from everyone and get a game plan and like get in my head and figure and also get away from everyone's talking and manipulation and lies. Um, I'd also be very upset that this is the point that it comes the first two days of the merge. Then the whole time I'm in my head, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Like it's all my, so, you know, I have to think about who do I talk to when I get back? What are my connections? What can I do? Where is there going to be advantage? And then, you know, up comes about. Yeah. Erica is sitting alone in VIP and Jeff on a boat arrives. <laughs> um, he never makes house calls unless there's an issue, but he asks her to show him around as he carries a bag. And for a moment, I was like, what if the, he is the reward and he's just going to give her tips? And then I was like, that man does not know how to actually survive. Exactly. Cochran would have showed up if she needed tips <laughs> on how to win the game. He wasn't available, he's, though. So they just yeah, said Jeff. So he literally sits on the ground with her because he's yeah. at her level. I don't know. I think he's in Emmy mode. He really wants an Emmy. He oh, wants to take it I like. I would have tried to like snuggle up to him. I would have been like laying my head on his shoulder, like Jeff, it's just so hard out here. Like I'm just so lonely and scared and thank you for coming. And then I would have like sat back up and I'd be like, oh, so where's the advantage? <laughs> so he talks get down. He asked to talk about the emotional side of the game and says it can take you on a wild journey. What does it feel like being alone with her thoughts? She feels left behind and being at the merge, which is so important, she is worried that, that she has to do catch up. Well, Jeff is like, it doesn't have to be that way because they sent you out here and gave her tremendous power. 
And man, he was not lying. He was Jeffrey not was not lying, lying here. He brings out an hourglass with black sand, which represents the time that has passed. She can leave the game in its natural state and what happened happened, or she can go back in time and change history. She has the power to reverse the outcome of the merge challenge. So those who have immunity will lose it and those without it will gain it. Wow. See, I would have just grabbed the hammer and smashed it right then. But I would, but I would have, I would have grabbed it, and then I would be like, "Oh wait, Jeff, do you need me to do this alone for like a for like a editing thing? Like, do you need it to be an arc? Because honestly, if I just can smash it right here in front of you and see your face agape, I think that that is going to help your Emmy." <laughs> yep, he's going to leave her with it, and emphasizes the word "nothing" in the phrase. If you want to do nothing, then leave it as it is. But if you want to make history by changing history. He knows. He says this, knowing he will never bring her back if she does not play this game. Oh, absolutely! Game. Yeah, he's giving her the chance to do something he really wants to see happen, and if she doesn't do it, boo, you're a loser. This is literally the only way Erico's gonna be brought back as a returning player. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if she win? This is what if she gets to win? You know what I mean? This, but it's hard That'd because be cool. her dilemma is serious. Those people mm-hmm. who won, absolutely. out of the six of is it six people? Right? They. Yeah. Uh, their majority, her old Lubu tribe. So she indeed would be risking that loyalty. You know, you got to do a lot of damage control. You got to say like, I don't know what the conversations were happening here back at camp. All I had to do was make a big move. Like, I am sorry that I'm putting you up for, for, um, you know, elimination and swapping everything. But like, what would you have done in my shoes? Would you have done nothing on a game that exactly. is really about changing about changing the whole game that we've watched for 40 seasons? Like, I'm not going to do nothing. She has the morning before she leaves the beach to do it. It is a big strategic decision. Um, and here's where, I, where my theory comes in. I think she should indeed smash it. She yeah, already good. thinks she's on the bottom of Luvu. Mm-hmm. The majority of the safe team is Luvu. If she changes it, I think what next should happen, Liana should take Nasir's idol. Nasir's idol, yeah. And they all vote Nasir out, who is a massive threat to both challenges and the jury because of his story. Yes, I he's got to. Well, also, he's really good at playing the game. He loves the I game. He's this, very this charismatic. Is your, like, mm-hmm. he could be a clear winner. Out. Yeah, exactly. This, he could be this, a great winner. Who that would be an incredible gameplay for Erica also. and Liana. And anyone attached to them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think an uh, an Indian man has won yet. Survivor. Indian man, no. Um, exactly, because I mean, Natalie um, has won. Right, right. But yeah, a male, no. So you know, but also yeah. you can. I was saying this. You can you can change it up. But there's like it's different to say like oh nobody from Colorado has ever won or whatever. Right. It's like way different when you look at the different uh, immigrant Americans that get to go on the show. I mean, on- you know. Have we had that many Indian players to begin with? No, that's Karishma? one of the diversities that they're missing is, you know, yeah. Karishma. Yeah. And so in, in a way, like diversity is important and we're really finally seeing the show embrace it and say, screw you to the flyover states of uh, the people who watch it. Exactly. Because this, it is part of the experience is to the, the ability to go on the show and win a million dollars and survive out on an island while being tested by people who think it's just a fun, sadistic game is exactly. truly an opportunity that everyone can get. Not just, yep. you know, not just the people who look the best on camera at the moment in time. It's true. I mean, it gives, I mean, it gives someone like me hope that I could make it on a reality show. Because I'm yeah, not exactly. beautiful in the sense of, oh my God, look at my Instagram. I'm a model, but I'm a real person and real people and, can play. Yes. And I think that Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, some of our favorite shows uh, have all been embracing that more and more and saying like the our fandom is made up of people who really love this show and people who really love the show are going to play hard and do well on the show that they love sometimes yeah. you see them fi- sometimes you see them really fizzle out so, someone will show up at survivor and they will they will ask to be evacuated because they did yep. not know it would be this hard and that's always a big disappointment but yeah. uh that's a te- that's testing the human spirit i don't know if i would be able to do it i've been watching mm-hmm. them doing these challenges this season and i'm like i'm I might be vomiting at the end of these challenges just because right. it was so hot. I don't have that much food and I'm like physically exhausted. And then all of a sudden I'd be sent home, you know, two tribals in because I 
got too overexerted in one really crazy challenge. It's yeah. these challenges are hard. Every part of this show is very hard. Yeah. I mean, it tests you. And like, I would really love to play um, an in-person survivor game. Um, I would love to be able to do one of those. I was going to try to uh, do one over the summer, but because I couldn't walk, I wasn't able to finish my application. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a dream of mine to be able to do it. Um, Cause I want to test myself, but I feel like I'm better suited for big brother or the circle. Um, the circle oh, I, yeah. I could do very well and I'm a writer I can write a narrative if I want to play a catfish and I've already exactly. had a couple people offer themselves to uh, let me be their catfish so ah, I got see, some options see, see. that's mm-hmm. great the circle changes the game too you know there's, uh, exactly. there's so many fun aspects and then you think about that like the way drag race does voting and all stars and stuff a lot of people refer to it in survivor I definitely think about it yep. that way it's a different game and you know you're playing a game on television it is supposed to be entertaining so for for Erica to choose nothing is the antithesis of what inter- what entertainment is for reality television right yep. so like when you're on all all stars and you're picking lipsticks or whatever yes of course there's this thought of like i want to beat the best at the end but uh the opportunity to be there and choose between the best the all stars that's when you can cut them down same exactly. same on any season we saw it happen in season 40 where a bunch of the brilliant winners that we were really rooting for got undercut over and over and over again but in the end like you see really good people play a really good game and if they exactly. didn't play they got cut I got some burning questions for you. You ready? Okay. Will Erica smash it? I think so. I really think so. Um, but I do have this like sinking suspicion that she's going to chicken out and then it'll, it'll really, it'll kind of fizzle the energy of what they did. Yeah. I, f- I really do think if she doesn't do it, she is gone. I also think that if, if um, she didn't do it, they might not have two parted it. Right. I agree. You know what I, I mean? They might have just let it let it play out and then maybe two-parted something earlier. I agree. Who's in danger, girl? Um, well, it depends on if they smash. Xander's in danger if there is no smash. Um, and then if but also like there could be a Liana blind side if Tiffany works her works her way. But I think she is gonna smash, and I think that um Nasir is in danger, but they could also all just turn and uh like turn on each other and then then we're not sh- then i'm not sure what that dynamic would be if all those people who won and are safe start trying to pick at each other i don't know you know what the what the people who who were up for elimination now would do to kind of swing those votes around because right. they have i don't think they've been playing they've been playing as two separate units almost the losers and the winners and right. they haven't really t- twisted the grinded the gears together to see what where the cracks are going to fall apart yeah, I, I do feel like it will be someone from Luvu, whether it is Xander winning immunity and getting rid of Heather because whatever, or if she does smash it, Nasir being in trouble, or any if, one of the men. If, if yeah, if you get take them one of them out. Um, Sydney though, I feel like is safe. I feel like she's the only you think one safe? who. Yeah, I, I feel think, like she is integrated. I think novel. people know people know Evie's playing a good game, so I think that she's uh, in danger as well. Because if they do smash it, like they people have their eye on them because they know that they're right. playing a good game. And and I don't think Evie is aware of Liana's power. So no, that's not another at all. Thing that um, Tiffany has on Evie. I don't think Evie's actually playing that good of a game. I think that I think that they. I think Evie thinks she's playing a good game, and that other people can tell Evie's playing a game. And I think yeah. that people around them are playing much better games. Nasir, Tiffany, Liana, well, Shan. I have a very difficult question for you. After six episodes, the winner is who? Oof, gosh, it's really difficult. But they've been giving us an edit. Um, I could see Shan really taking this. We've got a mm-hmm. lot of we've got a lot of Shan in the edit. Um, the thing we just got an Erica moment today that could or this week that could really pivot it in her wheelhouse, but I don't see her winning because she hasn't done in, as much. Um, <clears throat> they've given a lot of airtime to Xander. He might make it to the end, uh, but I think he's going to get cut out pretty soon. So I could see Shannon the Seer both going to the end. Um, I could also see both of them getting sent home next. So you know, like Absolutely. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard I... to say. I really want, I mean, I think I'm just going to keep doubling down on Shan every week because 
she is so visible on this show. She is everywhere, and they are making us know that. And well, she's playing a good game. Like, and she's and playing a very good game. She's been put through the most obstacles. That's the fact that the fact that Ua had to go to tribal so many times, and that the game has shifted every time they went for her has been uh, monumental for her to still be here. Her and Ricard are in a really great place to win strategically for surviving that way. Remember, Denise went to every tribal council this season mm-hmm. that she won. So that like a perfect thing on her resume. It, that's, a, that's a selling point. You're like, oh, I, you know, I didn't get to make a big move, but I got to stay. Yeah. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you got coming up? Uh, both social media and Venmo are Heidi the Ho, Ho spelled H-A-U-X as in Ho. And you can catch me at Lips every Friday and Sunday and Pieces every Saturday for Get Happy Hour. As well as, I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, the first two Mondays in November, I'm joining Jacqueline Hyde and Holly Box Springs for uh, Broadway Mondays at Hardware because they need a DJ. <laughs> fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's going to be a cute two weeks. Well, it is always a pleasure chatting with you about Survivor. Thanks for having me. Love it. The biggest thanks to Heidi for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.